following is an exclusive presentation of News Radio KMAN, your home for K State athletics. It's game time. This is the game on News Radio KMAN. K-State fans, I have uh, good news and bad news about the basketball teams. The good news is assistant coach Dream Dowling has just posted the video eight minutes ago on Twitter, and I'm sure it's on Instagram as well, that Keontae Johnson, the transfer from Florida, who collapsed two years ago during a game against Florida uh, State, has officially arrived on campus. He is here. He is moving into his place. Mm. He is ready to go to school. Like, yeah. Like a good kid. Yes. Get those grades up. That's right. And keep them up. And also, you know, basketball is just a, I mean, no joke. It's a few months away. Ugh. It's not too, he'll, he'll be here before we know it. That's um, and, and what a wild ride it's been through the summer to finish the spring as well. The team is complete. It's time to get to work. The bad news is, and I feel so horrible for Aoka Lee, uh, the news breaking this morning, and I'm getting teary-eyed just actually thinking about it because I know how important this season is for the women's basketball team, how it is for Aoka Lee, who could have left after this season. Could have left, been drafted, WNBA, after an All-American season, scoring 61 points, the most ever in Division I women's basketball, single game against Oklahoma, just tore it up. The, the, the horrible news we learned today about Aoka Lee, the senior center for the Cats, will not play this season due to having a season-ending knee surgery. So in the, uh, in the announcement made by K-State, the article posted at kstatesports.com, there was this statement from head coach Jeff Mitty. He says, I am devastated for Yoki. She has battled this knee injury for two years. We were hopeful with a summer procedure and extended rest. She would be able to play this upcoming season. Unfortunately, after meeting with the medical staff the last couple of days, she will require season-ending surgery. We will support Yoki through her recovery and rehab and look forward for her returning to the court in 23 and 24. So there is the good news tacked on to the Yoki news. And that is, and, and Coach Mitty had mentioned it to me in an interview. I think it's the last interview we did, like at the end of this last season after they made it to the round of 32 in the NCAA tournament. And that is, you know, yes, Aoka announced that she was going to be returning for the 22-23 season. But she is academics first. She is academics before athletics. She wanted to get a master's degree because her mom had told her growing up that, listen, sports, you never know what's going to happen. You don't know how long it's going to last. You need a plan for the future, and that's where the academics come into play. So Yoki was going to return, and Jeff Mitty was telling us she could actually come back for two more years. Going after that master's, that, that certain master's program that she's in, it's going to take possibly a couple of more years. So there we do have the guarantee. Yoki will be here for two more years, but unfortunately we'll have to sit out this next season. But 23-24, I'm telling you, for this women's basketball team, couldn't get here soon enough. But it certainly changes 
the I mean the way this team is going to prepare for the upcoming season. I suppose you know knowing now what the situation is, knowing on August twenty fifth, and the season is still a few months away. You know the situation, and you know you have those three freshmen that are now turning into sophomores. They are sophomores. The Glenn sisters, Serena Sundell, the recruiting they did this past uh, off season and. And who's all come in, the transfers that have come in, back-to-back years, there's going to be transfers from Oklahoma coming in. And so you hope that a player like Taylor Lauterbach, who I would say in her confidence really showed improvement from year one to year two, but she now finds herself as the only true center on this team, the only true five at 6'7". She's the tallest player on the team. She's not Yoki talented, and she did see her numbers drop a little bit. I mean, Aoka, her production was so necessary last year. Because, to be honest with you, I mean, three-point shooting was like second worst in the Big 12 last year. And they needed Yoki on the floor, that's for sure. It just created just too much relying on, like, three-point shooting. Too much three-point shooting when she wasn't in the game. Probably needed to be more aggressive. I mean, K-State was a good free throw shooting team last year. It was like top three. Top three in the Big 12 last year. So, yes, it definitely changes how the team will approach this upcoming season. Mm-hmm. But where else I also feel bad for Aoka Lee, this is the second time this has happened. Mm-hmm. Her freshman year, knee injury, missed the entire year. But she didn't have the – she didn't. I don't remember a buzz, like a whole lot of buzz around her heading into her freshman year. It was just an unfortunate event. And then she just exploded that retro freshman year. Like, holy cow, this yeah. girl's kind of automatic. Nobody expected and a double-double. N- nobody was expecting her mm-hmm. to just tear it up that first year. And then sophomore year, junior year, she was averaging like, what, 21, 22 points a game, which set a new K-State record for points per game in a season. I mean, she is she is a jersey in the rafters, one of the best players in K-State history, with still hopefully going to play another year of basketball here at K-State. Ninth in points, sixth in rebounds, sixth in field goals made. It's un, it's unreal when you go through the list, knowing that you still have that one year in front of her yet. And, oh, by the way, back to the education side, one of only two to be named a Kusaita All-American, the other being Lori Kane in yeah. 2004. Wow. That's the brainy side. Jeez. And I know, like, she wants to get into, like, family psychology. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's that's what she's really working hard at. So after basketball, she's going to help people. And we've said many times on this show about how she is the perfect ambassador for K-State Athletics. What a great spokesperson. Deserves every accolade she gets, and she is so humble about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you keep adding up those characteristics about her, how she handles that success, what she has earned with that success – being a team leader, um, everything you keep mentioning about her, it just it makes it more of a punch in the gut oh, yeah. to see something like this happen to a player that has done so well with her collegiate career. Mm-hmm. She's wasted no time and no, um, you know, it's at an advantage to get your your school paid for it. She's taken advantage of it and then some. Plus, being taken advantage of the athletics side, she's gotten better every single second. Then, like we said, you talked about, we talk about all the time. 
she has taken all of that and still she's a great representative of, of what Kansas State wants their student athletes to be, men or women. She's a fantastic example for kids too. It's just if it if it has to happen to somebody like she's she has the character to come through this even better. And she's gonna be. I look back to that stretch where Lori Kane was part of the roster at K-State, and you think about what football was at that time and what men's basketball would become shortly in that time frame, where women's basketball was. There was an energy on campus at the time that was, was permeating through everything because you were starting to see everything succeed. We're at that point again. For sure. And and a big part of that is because you have student athletes that uphold what we love to see as K-State fans and are proud to be K-Staters and and view that as something exceptionally special. And it is it is great to know that we're back in that in that phase where uh it it's it's fun to be excited about these teams again and not only that you're you're looking at people that you know will be great in the community as ambassadors after their graduation for sure aoka lee has turned into the image of k-state women's basketball and k-state women's basketball is so important to me when i was a kid the uh nicole oldie era Those early 2000s. I mean, I, I mentioned her because she's from Clay Center. Right? Right. She, Clay Center native, yeah. where the, t- the the town of Clay Center changed a little bit when K-State women's basketball was playing. They were the ones selling tickets. Men's basketball was crap yeah. back then. Yeah. So they were the buzz during the winter. Yeah, they was good. The top beat writers for K-State wanted to cover women's basketball, mm-hmm. not men's basketball. Yeah, And they made... I shouldn't say runs, but they made it to NCAA tournaments. They usually made it to the round of 32, and unfortunately that's where it would end. You felt like they left a little something out there that uh, they underachieved by not going deeper into the NCAA tournaments back in those days. But, man, like I'll never forget the buzz and how important women's basketball was at K-State in the early 2000s. And I would say you know, after the they won the Big 12 a few years later after that, like the buzz kind of went away. Especially when I started uh, covering K State in 2012, so it's been 10 years. You know, it just hasn't been the same. It has not been the same. Didn't have the the all stars like it did back in the day. It had a couple, but it didn't have the dynamic teams that it once did. And it felt like finally, after I've been pushing for two or three years, that hey, K State women's basketball has one of the best players in the country on its team. I'm still seeing maybe a thousand people show up to these games, mm-hmm. and then if I think it took you know Aoka Lee scoring the 61 points against Oklahoma and getting just incredible amount of national attention, be like, okay, yes, we do actually have something very special here. And then the KU game comes up, the student section, three sections of it are full, maybe mm-hmm. four you could say was full, an incredible crowd. I remember walking into a game that Troy was being the PA announcer for, <laughs> for TCU. I got there like right as the game was tipping off. I can't remember, maybe I was like in McPherson or something calling a yeah, you high school game. Yeah, you down there for tournament play. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was like, I wanted to go to every game I possibly could because I know tickets were starting to sell. And I walk in 
and it just felt like like I was walking in as a fan like I used to when I was 11 and 12 years old and like man there's I feel that buzz again mm-hmm. and it wasn't a full Bramlage but you're talking five or six thousand people that's pretty good for women's basketball yeah. I mean it turned K-State into an, an average attendance of top three top four in the big 12 right it felt like that buzz came back but now what happens with now Aoka Lee not playing this year I would I would guess, and I'm, I'm hoping to get Gene Taylor on on Monday when we bring back Wildcat Insider, season tickets, they got to be up. Mm-hmm. After what happened last year and this team getting older and just about everybody returning from a round of 32 team last year, there's got to be a lot more buzz, but now you don't have Aoka Lee. That changes a lot. It's going to be a fun watch, but I wonder how much growing pains we'll have, see this team have. Because of the fact that in reality, when you look at what the recruiting class they brought in was, coupled with last year's key contributors who were freshmen, it's going to be a young team this year in the grand scheme of things. They are going to have to get better. There, and, there's and they're no going to choice. have to be better quickly. Because, yes, the with Emily Ebert as well, you're starting four, and the Glenn sisters and Serena Sundell, and I mean, they're going to have to put the team on this back. And also the the transfers from you know Gabby Gregory, who who is going to be a senior transfer from Oklahoma, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. she's a part of that bunch as well. Which hopefully it felt like K State just didn't have the depth they should have. Which they only had ten players to use all year long. Just the injury bug got them again last year, but it was like for a full season, and it wasn't Aoka Lee. But hopefully they're going to have much more depth at the guard position one through three, mm-hmm. four. I'm not sure about yet, but they have to. It's an absolute must at this point. You got to grow up, smarter basketball, shoot the ball better, because that's what it's going to take to win games. And it's not exactly the you know the easiest non-conference schedule because the second game right out of the gate, you're heading up to Milwaukee <laughs> and you're playing a game in a baseball stadium against Wisconsin. Not only that, but you open with Iowa. No, Iowa's oh, the sorry, third game, sorry. so it's the you're game right. after yeah, Wisconsin. Right. My bad. And it doesn't have that no longer oh, you know, the marquee yeah, matchup yeah, that was supposed to the... take place, Yoki versus uh, uh, Caitlin Clark. Yeah, you're right. But uh, the fact of the matter is, is that is a schedule that was built in part because you expected big things out of this season, and now it's a schedule that leaves you going, okay, we're going to have to be prepared and ready to go at the start with a young group. But fans, don't give up on this team just because Aoka Lee isn't playing. Because this still has an opportunity to be special. I mean, just because Aoka Lee is, she's an All-American. That's a big piece to be missing. But um, I, I, I will concur with what Troy said. Or I will repeat what I concur what Troy said, but I'm going to repeat it. And that is, without Aoka Lee, they will have to get better. But if it works out, it's going to be special. Mm-hmm. Players just have to step up. It's as simple as that. When we come back, Travion's going to head over here. Big Steve is going to take over the uh, the board as we play our Thursday ritual of Do They Know It? They know sports. They know jokes. And even best dating advice. But we're going to test their knowledge of music, movies, and TV shows right now on Do They Know It? Game number 30 this afternoon here. Ah, Awesome, right? Dirty 30. (laughs) 
Today's teams are as follows. David G and Trey, Troy and Mitch. Those are the teams for today. Let me get some team names. Uh, Troy and I will be, get well soon, Yoki. Uh-huh. Very nice. We can't Yoki move. is Y-O-K-I-E. <laughs> cool, I had it spelled right. All right, and uh, David G and Trey, what's your guys' team names? Yoki, you're cool. Yoki, you're cool. I like that. With a Z. You forgot your Z. You forgot your Z. With a Z. All right. Got that down. Well, let me explain the rules real quick. So there's three categories, two options. A category we have movies, TV show, and music. For movies, I'm looking for the name of the film, the name of the actor or actress. TV shows, name of the show, the name of the character. And for music, the name of the song, the name of the artist. I'll give you the decade after the clip is played. And all that. Unlimited steals, as always. Uh, once an incorrect answer has been given, your team can no longer answer for the rest of the turn. And hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> I see something down on the field. Oh, it looks like the referee's trying to say something. Let's listen in. After further review of the tape, we, on behalf of the Do They Know It division of the National Football League, rule that the score of 6-6 six six from two weeks ago stands, with the winner being TNT, Winning rock, paper, scissors. Well, what do you know about that? <laughs> I don't know who that is, but they should be fired. <laughs> That's good. That's, you know, it's nice to trust the process. You know what I'm saying? We had official tape review and everything. They sifted through all the footage, and mm-hmm. that's what they came out. Yeah. yeah was that yeah. Mrs. Schaefer? That was not. That was actually my friend, Mrs. Schaefer, chickened out. she wasn't quite ready for prime time yet but that's fine healthy fear of radio (laughs) yeah well since that call didn't go my way i'd like to call the coin toss Mm -hmm. okay tails and it is tails today um troy you want to start with a song sure song a music a so gather up your jackets move it to the exits That's from the 90s. That is Semisonic. Very good. Closing time. (laughs) It's a good start. My my luck the last two weeks of picking has been awful. I will say that I I have noticed that as well. You've been picking (laughs) some pretty rancid. It really has. It's It's been bad. Oh, my God. All right, David G. and Trey, you guys are uh, up. Trey, go ahead, buddy, whatever you want. TVB. TVB, here it is. Busboy, set up table 27 for the young man in the green tuxedo. <laughs> we usually hold it for Cesar Romero, but he sprained his mustache. That's from the 70s. I know what that is. And uh, you are allowed one replay, by the way. If you I know it. what that is, uh, but I'd like a replay. All right, here it is again. Busboy, set up table 27 for the young man in the green tuxedo. <laughs> we usually hold it for Cesar Romero, but he sprained his mustache. Cesar Romero also played the Joker yeah. on the Batman <laughs> television. Right, on the original, yeah. Um, so that is Alan Alda, um, who played... Uh, okay, this is that's MASH. And I, I, okay, this is where I don't know the character's name. I know it's Alan Alda. Do you have any guess at all? I have no idea. Okay, uh, Hawk. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you want to correct him? Would you guys like to steal well, that? Well, I, I only know Radar, but I know that's not Radar. Hawkeye Pierce. <laughs> what if- up? 
And if you want his full name, he, his full character name is Captain Benjamin Franklin Hawkeye Pierce. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. That's great to know now. <laughs> I am angry. Okay, whatever. Never watched MASH. God Whoa. I, I really haven't either. Um, the reason I know Radar is because that actor is on Match Game all the time. Mm, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you love Match Game, dude. <laughs> I got Lindsay into it, too. Oh, so I save up the episodes oh, so we can watch them together. Dang. Nice. All right. It must be love. <laughs> Back around to Mitch and Troy. What are you guys going with? Troy, you're hot right now. Go ahead. Uh, let's go ahead and clear out TV. TVA. TVA, here you go. First, we're going to clean ourselves up out of this here red paint. Unless you want to be a sitting duck for the first food you meet. That's from the 80s. That's our curveball clip this week. <laughs> you want to be a sitting duck. Would you believe I actually saw someone advertising they've got a t-shirt for this uh, for this place in Hazard County? Uh, it would be the Dukes of Hazard, and that is one boss hog. Oh, my God. Is this Troy? Is this a Troy-centric episode? Dude. I'm killing it today. I knew, I knew semi-sonic in closing time, but Troy I, wow. Troy is uh, really showing I, off And today. I'm not kidding. That was advertised on, on Twitter yesterday. Someone had a Boss Hogs t-shirt. I'm like, wow. ooh. Quick ooh, look at tempting, this. Tempting, tempting. No. <laughs> Quick I'll look at the down. scoreboard. Get well soon, Yoki. Five to Yoki. You're cool with a Z. One. Mm. You have one point. Got some work to do, boys. I watched the Dukes of Hazard movie with like Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. I never watched the show. <laughs> Sean William Scott. Yeah. Where's the point for that? I mean, come on, man. Uh, All right. Je- you got- Jessica Simpson as Daisy Duke. Yeah. Just, yep. yeah, it doesn't hit right. Well, and Willie Nelson. Yeah, tr- yeah, yeah no, doesn't right. hit right. You guys got both movies left and Music B left on the board. Music B, let's go. Here it is. I'm through standing oh, my. Turn it off. Never on my show. Turn it off, Big Steve. Turn it off. I, never, I will not allow this. It's okay. It's almost over. Oh, my You have three God. seconds. It's okay. Okay, it's okay. listen. Listen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It, it was so funny. It made there Troy is, stand up. Replay yeah. is not allowed. No. It was never one. allowed for music. <laughs> well, even if it was, I wouldn't allow it. Wow. Strike it down, I'd overrule. My God. <laughs> wow. Um, this is that, There's some real tension in this yeah. room right now. <laughs> you have really I'm glad I'm in this room then. Yeah. Oh, it's my. Nice here. You have really <laughs> spiced the game up. Um, that's Nickelback, of course. Okay, now this is this is I'm table talking now. I'm not answering. I don't know if it's a one word answer or if it's a you know the whole I you know. Could we get the replay? No, there's no, no. replay. There on is music. no replay. There's no replay for the song. Yeah. No. I couldn't hear it. Okay, it's the one where uh, I wanna be a. You can say <laughs> it. Yeah, table it's, talking. It's like I wanna be a rock star. It's got all the like rock star. His his brethren in the video. Okay. All these people did a video with Nickelback. A ton of people back in the 2000s. Uh-huh. But I don't know if the song is I Want to Be a Rockstar or just Rockstar. I don't know. I'm going to guess just Rockstar. Okay. Rockstar. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot about Nickelback. <laughs> I secretly love them. All right. We'll be right back on the game after these words. <laughs> You got both Since we're on break now, Big Steve, if you ever do that again. Okay. Yeah. You're done. <laughs> All right, cool. Your days I came in are through. No, awesome. Uh, Listen. So with that just, comes the announcement of I'm resenting. No, I'm no just you just have to put your hand in a trash can. That's, that's what you have to do, the big trash can over here. If it happens again, yeah. Lincoln Park is added to the no playlist. 
Whoa. Wow, he is just Whoa. not a fan of Nickelback this is, over yeah, here. Yeah, dude, this is this turns very serious. Please <laughs> never do that again. And Steven. we're back. All right. <laughs> Trey, cut that later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys got both movies left on the board. What are you going with? Let's see. It's five to three. Yeah. Jeez. So let's get, what do you think, Troy? I'll Let's let- go. Okay. I, I got a hunch. Movie A. Movie oh, A. Boy. Sarah, go back to your room. Oh. Play with your toys and your costumes. Forget about the baby. That's from the 80s. Forget about the baby. This is so easy. Yeah, Listen, baby. You c- calm it down. <laughs> I'm going to need that replay. Sarah. There it is. Sarah, go back to your room. Play with your toys and your costumes. <laughs> Forget about the baby. <laughs> Do you know what it is, Troy? <sighs> Movie-wise, I'm going to... Go ahead, I'm not sure. Yeah, I keep... character-wise, I don't, but Rosemary's Baby. Oh. Okay. Yeah, Would you guys it. like to steal? Yes. Yes. Labyrinth. Oh! Goblin oh. King, David Bowie. Yeah. And all 1986. Yeah, every bu- every bell that you've ever had. I've never seen it. No. Yeah. No, really? not my show. Yeah. Never seen you it. Childhood that shocks favorite. me. Nope. I did watch never. When Harry Met Sally for the first time last night. Oh, that's nice. I'll have what she's having. You know, <laughs> a lot like the, the pl- plot-wise, much, very similar to Labyrinth. <laughs> 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 Basically, a reshoot. By the way, I'll have what she's having. I thought that was at the end of the movie. It's like in the no, middle. Yeah, beautifully yeah, 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 yeah. in the middle. Yeah. All right. We're left with the last movie option. We are currently tied right now. So David G and Trey. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Trey, right. on. Let's Here, do this. Here's let's the last movie option. We're tied right now. So let's see if you Whew. guys can get out of this tie. What was briefly yours is now mine. What a fitting end to your life's pursuits. You're about to become a permanent addition to this archaeological find. Oh. Oh. Do you guys need the replay? Oh, by the way, that's from the 80s. Yeah, no, I mean, no. we're, we, yeah. Troy, you Careful. scared me for a second. I don't <laughs> have a censor button, all right? <laughs> listen, I, I, listen, just, it's the same movie. <laughs> He's trying to trick us. <laughs> okay, go ahead, uh, play the replay. You got it. What was briefly yours is now mine. What a fitting end to your life's pursuits. You're about to become a permanent addition to this archaeological find. I know what it, it is, uh, yeah, dude. It's it, right there. It's so... Listen. Archaeological it's an, find. It's an, it's, it's, no, this is not my answer. This is table talk. Okay. It's Indiana Jones. Okay. And, but I don't know if it's The Last Crusade. Or I think it. I think it's the first one. Okay. And that's Indiana Jones and the... Well, they renamed it, though. Okay. So let's... I don't remember the character's name, though. Me either. Who cares? We don't need it. We just for need movies, one movies, I'm looking for the actor. Yeah. Okay. So we just need one. We just need one. Okay. Raiders of the Lost Ark... And uh, the actor is uh, uh, <laughs> David Bowie. Do you guys want to try to steal for the actor and tie this up? Boy, that's, that's a, the tough one. That's Real. a deep cut, I that, think. That's it is. Deep cut. I'm proud of this I thought one. this would be the curveball. No. Man, what happened to that lead we had? Jeez. <laughs> I knew, and I knew it was Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. You guys shouldn't have said anything. Every that's, time that you guys get ahead, you say something, and then this happens. It, it's Nickelback. You jinxed us with Nickelback. That's what happened. <laughs> At the perfect time. Um, oh, Chad Kroger. Every time. Every single time. <laughs> hey, we're trying to think, please. 
<laughs> uh, Sarah, go ahead and play with your toys and forget about the baby. Chianti and fava beans. <laughs> um... The act, I don't have a clue. Yeah, yeah. that's... You guys forfeiting? Troy, just throw out a random 80s actor. Oh, what the heck, Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> that's Paul Freeman. Who? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I should have made that one the curveball. I didn't oh, expect you guys to, uh, you to, to, to get Dukes of Hazard. Paul? You didn't expect Dukes of Hazard? You say Paul Freeman? Yeah, Paul yeah. Freeman. I Yeah, I love Paul Freeman. Yeah. He was in um, he was in Raiders of the Lost Ark was, and the Power Rangers movie. He was movie. also in the Power Rangers movie. That's <laughs> yeah. what comes up next on his he was in, movies and TV he shows. He was in Corky's 3. You don't remember that, dude? <laughs> Corky's 3. Oh, my. Uh, dude, no, that would be Porky's. Oh, Porky's, yeah. He was in Revenge of the Nerds, too. You don't remember that? Oh, man. Come on. Um, you really didn't think anybody was going to get Dukes of Hazard? Not that clip. Not that clip. Great job, Steve. Son, I owned a General Lee growing up. Awesome. <laughs> Model car. Okay, okay, I was about to say, hold on. I was about to say, then why do you have the smart car? Why would you give that up? After, Wait, you think I could put the flag on the roof of the smart car? <laughs> no. So, Tiny. After looking up Paul Freeman, Indiana Jones, like he's he was in a couple of those. Mm -hmm. The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. I've seen it many times. Yes. After that, I don't recognize a thing <laughs> that this guy was in. Yeah, that's the thing. It's Raiders, not a clue. Raiders of the Lost Ark, but then they renamed it Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh. I mean, so, seriously, why did you go with that character? Oh, he was in Hot Fuzz in 2007. Sorry. Oh, jeez. That's a good movie. All right, we need to take a break. Oh. Congratulations to Yoki yeah. is cool. 6-5. With the victory. You Stinkin got me nickel again. Back. All right. Uh, when we come back, guys, I, I feel like we need to take this show On the road. out west. Oh. A classic segment. Hope your picks are better Gimmick out there. Is... <laughs> you can't you can't give this guy any secrets. I'm trying to tease. Mitch in Vegas is next. Yeah. Ah yes. Feels great to be back in Sin City. Yeah. Missed ya. You know, and it's great you go down the strip here and to the lights and all the people, all the action. And then you look down a dark alley and you see a guy getting beat by a couple of security guys for trying to count cards. And it's just like, hey, I'm back, baby. You look to your left and it's all flooded. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Isn't it weird? It's weird. Meanwhile, there's nothing in the lake. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The street's flooded. There's nothing in the lake. Except for those drums with someone inside. <laughs> Folks, we are less than two days away from the Woo. official return of college football. It's week zero, even though it's officially week one extended. It's nicknamed week zero. So we have to get some picks. Let's call it the warm-up to Mitch in Vegas. Although this will count towards the uh, the season standings. Mm -hmm. And of course, it's myself, Troy, DG. We're all competing against each other against the spread. Is how we're picking these games, but also, of course, the people are involved. The people get a vote on Twitter, so go to at Mitch the Fort or at the game KMAN, and this is where you can also make your picks. Here we go. I need to uh, let's step into the casino now and uh, make some picks. Now you're probably also wondering why don't I just why why don't I just rename the segment 
Mitch in Kansas because September 1st, it's all legal, right? <laughs> the whole show takes place in Kansas. Yeah. Let me have my time away. Just give us a break, man. Come I on. Love Vegas. All right, our first game, we have uh, Wyoming visiting Illinois, the Fighting Illini at 11 point favorite in this one. You said, who was it? I'm sorry. Uh, Illinois hosting Wyoming, the Fighting Illini 11 point favorite. I'll let whoever goes first. I'm guessing you're all just going to probably just take a stab at these. Uh, that one just just because I'm going to go Wyo for good, you know, just because. They've got to turn around and play northern Colorado in a couple weeks. Did you ever make a trip to Champaign? No. Uh, I take that back. Basketball, we did. Football, no. Hmm. So I've only seen the outside of All that right. stadium. So Troy likes the Cowboys. I'm sorry. Is there a pin? Can I have a pin? Please. I can't type it fast enough. Um, what are you uh, looking up? I'm not. No, no, like on my phone. I'm trying to type it out. Yes, go. thank you. Okay, Wyoming at Illy. Wyoming at Illinois, and who? What's the spread again? You want to tell Troy? Eleven, minus eleven. Wyo, or I'm sorry, Illinois. Illinois giving up eleven points. Mm -hmm. Wyoming, that's easy. But Illinois breaking in a brand new head coach. Lovey Smith is in Houston now. Illinois is supposed to have a good running attack this year. They had a thousand yard rusher a year ago, and they went five and seven. Wyoming, they're really unsure at quarterback. Even though Wyoming was seven and six last year, they won the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. This is going to be a close game. I do think Wyoming wins the game, uh, but I'm actually going to take uh, Illinois to cover. And hmm. well, no, that doesn't make sense. Maybe, did I get this all backwards? Let me double check here because I, I was looking at that. I might I might have typed it in wrong when I put it on Twitter. Because that doesn't make sense according to my picks. Let me double-check this real quick. I know this isn't the best radio, but I want to make sure I have this right. I need to look at uh, look at the spread here. I, I'll be able to pull it up really quickly, I, I promise. Okay, so it, it is Illinois 11-point favorite. So, okay, I had that backwards. I have Illinois winning, but I have Wyoming covering. So I'm going to take Wyoming to lose this game by, like, three points. Uh-huh, yeah. That's what's going to be. 11, too much for Illinois at any point in time in their entire history. All right, our next game is North Texas at UTEP, and this is an even game. This is a pick em. You pick whoever you want. I'll go first. So so these two actually played last year. I mean, you know, same conference and everything. Uh, North Texas won that game 20-17. to 17. Um, So... North Texas is supposed to be pretty strong when it comes to its returners. UTEP shouldn't be as explosive as they were last year. They have some holes to fill on the offensive line. I know too much about UTEP, so I'm going to take North Texas winning this one on the road. I'm going with North Texas as well. Uh, Coming off of what for them was a downish year last year, I think that they're going to be improved, and UTEP has too many question marks. (sighs) Shout out to the... Oh, former coaching staff members, uh, but North Texas, come on. I know these aren't the most glorious matchups. Welcome to week zero. But there's also uh, only a handful of games you can pick from that actually have spreads. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Our next game is UConn at Utah State. Why does this one have a spread? The Aggies are a 26 
and a half point favorite. You don't have to do much convincing for me. Utah State has a really good quarterback in Logan Bonner, who just tore it up last year. They were the Mountain West champions, and he returns. And UConn last year was just crap. They were 1-11, could barely score points. Defensively, they were okay. Gave them a chance sometimes, but they were not good. I'm taking Utah, and I'm taking 20, minus 26 and a half. Jim Utah Mora, State. Jim Mora Jr., your new head coach at UConn this year, as Randy Edsel finally hung it up. Doesn't change things. Utah State's going to win that one big. I'm taking the Husky boys. Give You're me taking the 26 UConn. and a half points. I, should I let you know this is not basketball? <laughs> You're, you're going to take the UConn football team. I'm going to take them 26 well, That's points. a lot of points. That is a yeah, lot of points. All right. Our, uh, we got three more games here. Nevada is at New Mexico State. And the Wolfpack are favored by eight and a half points. Um, I'm going to take Nevada on this one. They have a new quarterback, of course. That's going to be Nate Cox, who did actually play a considerable amount of time. He had to play. He had to start four games last year, and he mm-hmm. was really good. And New Mexico State was just abysmal last year. So I'm just you know taking what I should go with and just be smart about this. Nevada just eight and a half favorite. They'll win by fourteen. Jerry Kill is trying to do something at New Mexico State, but the fact that it's still New Mexico State, I'm going Nevada. Didn't okay. Where did New Mexico State's coach go? Didn't he get poached for a job somewhere? Or is that? Am I thinking basketball? I'm thinking basketball. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh God! And Nevada's bringing in a new, a new, oh my, a new of, coach as well. New yeah. coach and new a, quarterback. A new quarterback. Where'd Jay Novacek go? Colorado Her, State. Oh, he took goodness. a gig in the same conference. Wow. This game really is a real busteroni, if you know what I'm talking about, boys and girls. Uh, let's go. I'm New Mexico State. Yeah, give me them points. So these last two games, you should at least know a little bit about something about one or two of the teams. Our second to last game to pick here is Vandy visiting Hawaii. Hawaii. That is a week zero matchup. Vanderbilt is an eight point favorite. Troy, you want to go first? I'm going to take Hawaii on this one. It's a long trip for Vanderbilt, and it is It is in an interesting setting with the uh, smaller stadium that they're utilizing at Hawaii until they can get a new Aloha Stadium built. So I'm taking Vanderbilt, and the reason why is because so over half of Hawaii's team is going to be brand new players. Hmm. They're going to be extremely different. For a team that was like 500 last year. True. And Vanderbilt, they can win a game once in a while, right? I know they're crap in SEC play, but in the non-con in a game against Hawaii, they'll win by nine. There's a hangover, though, on taking that trip. Yeah, and it's like Timmy Chang, the new head coach at Hawaii, and you know they're just itching to open it up and just throw the ball around like a bunch of psychos. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I'm I'm going the Rainbow Warriors. Hawaii giving up eight points. I know it, but you know what? They're at home and it's Vanderbilt and they stink. And our final game is the garbage game of the week. Nebraska, a 14 point favorite against Northwestern. Not K State Fox. It is Northwestern. Talk about taking lessons from the NFL, shipping your worst game across the ocean. 
And it's, uh, yeah, Dublin, Ireland <laughs> is where the game's taking place. Seventh college football game Outside from the Americas. The no, to be played in, in Ireland. In Ireland, okay. In Ireland. Um, Troy? <sighs> I struggle to think that Pat Fitzgerald's going to have much of a club this year at Northwestern. As much as I don't want to see Nebraska be successful, I do think that they come out and perform okay in this matchup just because they're matched up with a, a Northwestern team that really declined last year. Quickly. Cornuskas. Yeah, I'm taking Nebraska. Uh, Casey Thompson, a quarterback. Yeah, Pat Fitzgerald's team last year was just horrible. Brutal. Coming off a division Brutal. championship uh, the the uh, year prior to that, offensively and defensively were just embarrassing. So I know it's not like me to take Scott Frost, but yep. this time I'm going to take Scott Frost to win his second opener in his time in Nebraska. Uh, hour two, we are going to preview to kick things off Iowa State football. With Randy Peterson, number one song of the day, and Ask Us Anything is all coming up in just a couple of minutes. Your local news.